the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun toting, Bible clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American. Starns. And hello, America. Welcome to the Todd Starns radio program. Very happy to have you with us. Happy New Year, America. And wow, do we have a fight on our hands right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the House getting ready to vote on the new Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, uh, from our indications, does not have the votes necessary. Uh, to be the new speaker. So we're going to be broadcasting this live when it happens. Uh, we have our news partners at uh, Newsmax. Uh, they are monitoring the developments on the floor of the uh, of the House chamber, and we'll keep you updated uh, when the voting commences. I want to thank our good friend Jeff Stein from radio station KXEL did a terrific job over the past week uh, filling in as uh, I was taking some time off and uh, finishing up the new book project and uh, greatly appreciate that. Uh, We're going to be taking your calls today and the question is very simple. Should Kevin McCarthy be the next speaker of the house? Should the House Freedom Caucus stand down? That's the question at this hour. There are many people, including Fox News Channel, leading the charge, and they are calling these House Freedom Caucus members every name out of the book. Folks, I've never seen anything like this. Now, we're going to get into who Kevin McCarthy really is. We've got about 10 no votes right now in in the House of Representatives. So Kevin McCarthy is is not going to win on the first ballot. So we want to know from you, 844-747-8868, should the House Freedom Caucus stand down and allow Kevin McCarthy to be the new speaker? 844-747-8868, that is our toll-free telephone number. Again, 844-747-8868. We are expecting the House to vote for the new speaker within the hour, and we're going to take that to you live uh, on this program today. By the way, Monica Crowley is going to drop by with her analysis of what happened today up on Capitol Hill. Also, our good friend uh, Governor Mike Huckabee is going to be here, and Scott Perry, who is the chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, will drop by as well. Um, By the way, this coming in from Newsmax, they're saying that should this go to a second ballot, they do believe that McCarthy would win on a second ballot. So we'll keep you updated. We'll keep you updated on that. But I'm telling you right now, folks, it is an ugly, ugly, ugly scene. And these, these House Freedom Caucus members, 
they are coming under fire from everybody. They've been called idiots. They've been called fools. Mark Levin's on the war path. It says they're all a bunch of rhinos, and, and that's just a lie. And I don't know why Levin's out there doing this. Everybody knows that McCarthy, and here's the problem with Kevin McCarthy, and I just, this is the only way I can, I can, I can quantify this. What Kevin McCarthy says in public is not the problem. It's what he does in private. That's the problem. Because Kevin McCarthy is out there trying to convince everybody that he's some sort of a a rock-solid conservative. But the guy is not. At best, he is an establishment Republican. But what makes McCarthy so dangerous is that he has no principles. He only wants power. And he will do whatever it takes to gain power. He'll say whatever it takes to gain power. And then once he gains power, he will turn his back on the conservatives. I want to go to the phones here. Uh, first, Moorhead City, North Carolina, Ernie on the line, uh, listening to us on the talk station. All right, Ernie, what do you think about McCarthy? Are you for or against? I've made, made, made a similar call several times before for you. This guy is a weasel. He is going to be Mitch McConnell 102. Or 2.0. Uh, and by the way... Or 2.0, which, whichever grade he, he deserves. But, um, like, as I can't... I, I, there's nothing more I can say. You, you said it all. He's all about himself, and he's going to be a rhino. He always has been. He always will be. Here's my concern, Ernie. But why, it's the attack. Why, hold why, on, hold on, Ernie, hold on. Here's what concerns me, Ernie, and I'll let you have your say here. It's all the other people out there that are attacking people like Scott Perry and Ralph Norman from South Carolina, Matt Gates from Florida. Here you've got, what, 10 people who are principled conservatives, and they're not willing to sacrifice the core of their belief system to put Kevin McCarthy in that speaker chair and now all of a sudden they're the bad guys. Yes, sir. And the last thing I wanted to say was I'm about done with Fox because the previous host on the on the show uh, they're all in a tank for McCarthy. Oh, no doubt about no doubt about they're that. They're so in a tank for him. They're all in the tank, and this is the. And by the way, this is Paul Ryan's influence over at Fox News Channel. Paul Ryan, uh, the former Rhino speaker, was um, has had great influence on what what we are seeing happen on Fox News Channel right now, and that's that. That's all that smells of. Uh, Ernie, appreciate the call. Thank you for listening. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. And Brian Kilmeade this morning talking about uh, these people being idiots, talking about folks like Scott Perry and Andy Biggs and the others. Here's And you people in Georgia need to help me figure this one out. Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I don't know what she and McCarthy have going, but he, he must have promised her the world or she's got photos because she is all in on McCarthy. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene on Steve Bannon's podcast. Take a listen. Cut 10. Look, an official position. And I also found out that no one went in there and negotiated, negotiated anything for me, but I haven't asked for anything for myself. 
You see, that's the difference, Steve. I'm not in there demanding Marjorie, Marjorie, Marjorie. I'm in there saying for the American people, for the American people, for the American people. And that pisses me off when we have other Republicans in there saying, trying to tell the base. Let me remind you, Matt Gates, his first vote in Congress was for Paul Ryan as speaker. And then he went on and cheerleaded Paul Ryan while I was at home pissed off at Paul Ryan because he was failing President Trump and failing our MAGA agenda. You know Chip Roy, who everybody's saying Chip Roy's conservative? Chip Roy did not object on January 6th to Joe Biden's electoral college votes. No, he voted for Joe Biden's electoral college votes. And let me tell you something else. Chip Roy, you know what else? He set out the vote for the January 6th committee. He did not vote against it. He set it out because he was for it. You want to know something else? There's plenty of people with voting records. Scott Perry, the chairman of our Freedom Caucus, before his general election, he would not vote against the gay marriage bill because he was scared how it was going to affect him in his general election. I'm sorry, that is not courage. That is fear. And he was scared of election results, and he didn't do the right thing. But when the bill came back around that he did not know it was going to do, none of us knew it was coming back after his election. He voted the, the against nine, it. The, the, General the Perry, hang, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We have a plan. I'm Jesus sorry, you not, can't trust everyone. You can't get a word in edgewise. Come on, Marjorie, it's Steve Bannon's show for crying out loud. But again, folks, I mean, I, what happened to MTG? So now she's she is bowing down and worshiping at the feet of Kevin McCarthy. Uh, you folks in Georgia, help me understand that one. Mark Levin accusing the conservative members of the Freedom Caucus of being closet rhinos, which is what MTG just did. This makes no sense. The five half Republican GOP boneheads have no real conservative candidate. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't do the impression. You know Levin. Anyway, he goes on to say they look like fools and says they're delaying the House GOP's investigative agenda. You know, look, um, look, I like Mark Levin. He's the great one. Have great respect for Mark Levin. But I didn't send people to Capitol Hill to be investigators. I sent, I sent them up there to get control of fiscal spending. But if we're going to spend the next two years as a Republican Party, and that's the only thing we're going to do is investigate Joe Biden, okay, great. And you know what's going to happen? Then we're going to be right back in the minority again. you got to govern, ladies and gentlemen, and that's what we sent the Republicans to Washington to do. And I will simply point out that the last time we gave the Republicans control of the Senate and the House, they got diddly and squat done. All right, let's go to the phones here. 844-747-8868. Murph, Germantown, Tennessee, listening to us on KWAM. What's on your mind? Dr. Starnes, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you. Have a question, please, sir. Yes, sir. Amid all this controversy about the Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, have yet to see anyone ask the question, or entertain the idea of what Representative McCarthy of California has done to merit this position. He has been in office probably at least 10 to 12 years. Yes, yeah, since 2007. Okay, that's 15 years. Well, yeah, 15 years. Your kids, my kids, our grandkids, the young man I just spoke to on the radio is eighty to $90,000 in debt. 
country cannot survive like this. The numbers are unsustainable. So what has he done? Is he part of the problem or is he part of the solution? I can't figure out what he's done to merit this position. Thank you very much. Uh, Murph, and I think the easy question here, he hasn't upset the apple cart. He hasn't gone out there and put his neck on the line for anything. As a matter of fact, Murph, and this is what concerns me, we have the secret audio recordings of him saying saying that he was going to get Trump to resign. While, then he went out in public and says he's a big Trump supporter. Um, there's audio of, of McCarthy asking whether or not Twitter could ban conservative congressmen who are raising issues about the integrity of the 2020 presidential election. That concerns me as well. But even more than that, most recently, he campaigned campaigned against conservative candidates in very competitive Republican primaries. And all of that tells me he's not going to be a friend of the conservative wing of the Republican Party. Yeah, and the fact that he's from California, which would be, should raise an eyebrow or two anyway, uh, I guess, that, you know, some people must, there must be some... Uh, Members of the United States House of Representatives that are obligated to him. And like Sandy Rio said this morning, um, if you vote against him, buddy, boy, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. You are. It's it's very it's brutal out there. And I, and I will say this. Uh, there's some rumblings that maybe Elise Stefanik might be uh, the next choice. She's to the right. left of Kevin McCarthy. I, I, it's oh, just boy. unbelievable what the Republicans have done. Again, Murph. We yep. have we have the leadership of the Republican Party to the left of the base of the party, and that's the problem. It sure certainly seems like it. Well, you uh, take care and all the best. All right, Merv. Happy New Year to you, and uh, don't be a stranger. Give us give us a call back, folks. We got to take a break. We got Donovan in Georgia, James in Memphis. Lines open. What do you want the House Freedom Caucus to do here, folks? They hold all the cards. Do you want them to stand their ground, or do you want them to surrender and vote for Kevin McCarthy? 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Great to be back. This is the Todd Stern Show. I've noticed that when I go to the shopping mall and buy one of the towels, they just don't seem to work very well. They feel too soft and too lotion-y. They just don't absorb the water. Well, our good friend Mike Lindell over at MyPillow has found a solution, and you've got to get yourself one of his brand-new towels. These things are incredible, and best of all, they're made right here in the U.S., and all of his towels come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You're going to be able to get a six-piece set, two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, all made with USA cotton. They are soft yet absorbent, and you're normally going to pay over $100, but thanks to our good friend Mike Lindell, $39.99. That's it. It's a great deal. All you have to do, go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Just enter the promo code STARNS or you can call 800-839-8506 for some incredible radio specials. Again, MyPillow.com, promo code STARNS. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Man, it, I missed you guys. It was, uh, that was a long, long break, but it is 
so good to be back with you. Uh, by the way, uh, many of you asking about Grace Baker. She and Mr. Producer moved to Illinois. They actually were on the road yesterday. They've made it safely to the land of Lincoln. And uh, we'll be hearing from Grace sometime later this week. Um, all right. I want to weigh in on some uh, comments coming in on our social media pages. Nicole says, Todd, this is embarrassing for America. Everybody has a burr in their saddle about everyone. Guess what? Anyone is better than Pelosi. Get it together, politicians. Uh, John says, you're right. It is embarrassing that a slime ball corrupt sellout like McCarthy could even get elected, much less become speaker. Troy says, if Kevin McCarthy is not making Speaker of the House, then 2024 Democrats will win the House. This is a warning to Republicans. All right, what say you, ladies and gentlemen? We are waiting for the House to take that first vote. Uh, This could be a very historic day uh, in the world of politics because this hasn't happened in a very, very long time. All right, let's go to Georgia gainesville donovan hanging out with us on wdun donovan what's on your mind well i just want to wish you a happy new year buddy you sound great well thank you Donovan. you know what i feel great and uh really appreciate our good friend jeff stein filling in over in waterloo uh but uh but it was time to get back i missed the place yes sir he did a great job i like listening to him not as good as you oh but he did a great job well you're kind uh, to say that thank you sir now i feel that kevin would be a total screw up basically uh he would screw up america big time uh uh he would put us backwards not forward we need to move forward sir we need to uh take ground uh we we did a lot of good things in the last year and a half but we can do even more uh we need someone with a backbone and i don't want anybody like him in there i don't care who it is i just wanted you to know that well, Donovan, I appreciate you calling, and I think a lot of people feel that way. I'm concerned about the slippage on the culture war issues within the Republican Party, and it's really not a slippage. It's like we're sliding down the slippery slope, and and I'm concerned that if we keep going down that path, that the Republicans are going to be in a world of hurt in 2024. So we, we just need to get everybody on the same page here. Kevin McCarthy is not on the same page. And I got one more comment, and, and, I'll, and I'll be gone. And, and, and I just wanted to point out about that game last night. It was it was terrible what happened to that young man. But one great thing happened, I feel, Todd, as a Christian. I know you're a Christian, too. I mean, everybody kneeled down and praised God for him to come back. And he got a heartbeat, and I hope he makes it now. I just want to point that out. Well, I do too, Donovan, and we're going to be talking about that uh, that story a little bit later on. But I, I'm with you. I thought one of the most beautiful moments was when everybody, I mean, you could hear a pin drop in that stadium, and I think everybody yep. was doing the same thing, and they were praying uh, for that young man, for his mom who was there in the stands. Uh, she was able to go with him by ambulance to the hospital. But we'll, we'll get into more of that uh, in just a little while. Donovan, God bless you. Happy New Year to you. And uh, Happy New Year to all of our great listeners out there in the state of Georgia. Let's go. You know what? We're going to hang tight. James in Memphis, hang tight. Uh, we've got James in Minnesota coming up, but we're coming up on a, a break. By the way, we are now accepting registration for our November trip to Israel. We're taking a listener trip to the Holy Land. We are going to stand with Israel, and I want you to be a part of this. And if you would like information, you can go to toddsterns.com, and you will see the click there, the banner, or you can give us a call 
844-747-8868. Again, that's 844-747-8868. And we will personally send you information because we want you, we want all of you guys uh, to join us on this great trip. We'll be right back, America. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. He was the singularly most active, best fundraiser, biggest campaigner. I thought at least the House was going to be a sign of stability. And these five guys decide to go out as kamikazes uh, and see if they can't sink the whole Republican Party. And that's what they're doing. This is not about Kevin McCarthy. This is about the right of any five members to basically throw away the entire rest of the conference and tell the rest of the conference it doesn't matter. Why would they do that? them and the conference. Newt, that makes absolutely no... Why would they do it? I think it's a psychological problem. These these guys can't... They can't count straight. They can't play tic-tac-toe. They can't accept victory. I mean, this is a moment where the Freedom Caucus could claim victory and conservatives could claim victory. You're going to have, given what, what McConnell's been doing in the Senate, McCarthy is the only hope for conservatism in Washington right now. And to undermine him, mm-hmm. I think, is to undermine conservatism, undermine mm-hmm. the Republican Party, and frankly, undermine the country. Well, listen, just in the... There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Speaker Newt Gingrich. And again... It, the, the amount of vitriol and the you can just hear the anger, the seething in Speaker Newt's voice. Here's the man who led the whole Republican revolution back in the 1990s. And yet now all of a sudden, Newt Gingrich has aligned himself with the establishment of the party. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Todd Starnes, back in the saddle, and it is very nice to be here with you. We're waiting for the first vote, and if McCarthy does not win, and our at least our early intel says he doesn't have the votes, it would go to a second ballot, and that would happen immediately. This has not happened since 1923, and it took him nine ballots and more than three days to elect a Republican Speaker of the House. So we're looking at history in the making here, and it's I'm, I'm glad that you guys have chosen to hang out with us because we will be bringing that to you live when it happens. But right now, I want to go to the phone lines, have a lot of folks wanting to weigh in on this. And the question is very simple here, folks. What do you want the House Freedom Caucus guys to do? I mean, they're taking arrows for conservatives right now. They're taking a beating 
for conservatives. The people over at Fox News ought to be ashamed of themselves. You know, they claim to be conservative. They claim to be that blowtorch for conservative values, and they're not. They're just, folks, I'm just telling you. Brian Kilmeade today called them idiots. You got Mark Levin calling them uh, calling them all sorts of horrible names. Newt Gingrich, you just heard on Fox, said they have psychological issues. Lawrence Jones, who's some other um, host over there, um, attacking attacking these conservatives as well. 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. Let's go back to Memphis, Tennessee. James on KWAM, KWAM. All right, James, what say you? How are you today? I'm well. Thank you for asking, James. You know, I'm, you know, I'm for a good fight. I could care less about the Republican Party nor the Democrats, but these Democrats are out of their mind. They're all out of their mind, really. But but until dumb, until Donald Trump came on the scene, that really see that's corruption from the Democrats to Republicans all the way through. He even called McConnell a political hack. He don't really care nothing about Kevin McCarthy. But for some reason, he thinks that this is going to get some progress made so they can so we can get some business done. And for me, my, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I love her to death. She's uh, she's the most outspoken person, and I like outspokenness. And that's what the that's what the Republicans need. Republicans are so passive. Donald Trump is my political friend. And if he said for them people to stand down, I'm with him. Now, what is, is happening is the Republican Party individually are being exposed. These people are being exposed as hacks or rhinos or whatever you want to call them. But anytime you go along with the Democrats on anything, something is wrong with you. And a lot of them Republicans have done this, even even my friend, Mr. Green, but for whatever reason. But this ain't no perfect world. We got to go along with progress. Progress is our most important product. If we ain't making no progress, the Republican Party sure ain't making no progress. So this is an opportunity to make some progress, to get on board with all this foolishness that has been taking place with about Donald Trump. How these people got, they, they got away with lying for four years about Donald Trump and so-called Russia. These people have lied and no accountability. It's this a is, good point. I'm, I'm a... I'm a Vietnam veteran, and I understand that the foolishness of this country, that's why I could care less about Republican Democrats. They're all in the same bag. They all want to have a war. The Vietnam War was started on a lie. Americans blew up their own ship in the Gulf of Tonkin and blamed it on somebody else. So anytime you can cause the lives of all these men that fought on a war on a lie, then something is wrong with you. And Donald Trump is the only person I know that can come on board to expose some of this bureaucracy. The American people are in trouble. Just like Donald Trump said, they ain't coming after me. They ain't coming after all of y'all that's got some kind of sense. You know, James, kind of I don't want to. I don't want to get too far into the and too far off the trail yeah, here. I but but want to get involved. In no, 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 no. But hold, hold on. I want to. I want to pivot just slightly to an issue we're going to talk about later. But I want to get your take on this. It's a big story in Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, across the nation, they've been they've been de- debating this bail reform law. And a word came out over the weekend. They had a known gang member went out, shot and killed somebody, got arrested. He was um, charged with first-degree murder, and the judge lets him out on his own personal recognizance. So he didn't have to post a single-dollar bail. Now the accused killer is out there, 
and somebody's been shooting up the victim's, uh, the, the dead guy's house where his mother lives. Uh, James, this is insane. Again, we're not talking Republican Democrat here. We're talking about right and wrong. It's but common sense, man. All this foolishness about a Democrat, Republican, it's common sense. And that's, that don't make no sense. But, but, but they want this chaos, man. That's These it. people want chaos. Chaos. But when chaos comes, yo, yo, you ain't thinking about the real thing. But this foolishness with these people thinking that you hitting somebody black just because you letting them out of jail. They're a known killer. You got some killers. I've been knowing killers all my life. Grew up with them. But that don't make me want to be a killer. But the point about it every year, you got black people that's been killing each other. I, nah, I'm going to just say this. When I was growing up as a child, I, I don't even remember nobody dying in the neighborhood. But since this stuff been going on now, it's foolishness. And, black and James, people you, have turned against their own self. That's stupidity. And you know why, and James? You because when you were growing up, when you were growing up, and you were, served in Vietnam, so when you were growing up, there were moms and dads in the homes. And and mom, if mom and dad weren't there, there was a neighbor, there was a teacher, somebody was there to make sure that you, if you were caught misbehaving, that you were you were set straight pretty darn quickly. That happened and, to and, me a lot. Like, <laughs> it happened to me in South Haven, Mississippi. <laughs> so James, <laughs> James, we gotta we gotta run, we gotta run. But James, you give us a call back. It's it, don't be don't be waiting so long now. You got to give us a holler back one of these days, and uh, we'll have a we'll have a conversation. 844-747-8868. Before we go back to the phones here, I got to tell you, this thing, this story over the weekend, the honest to goodness folks, we and we've got it up on our website. They let a known killer and gang member out of jail with $0 in bond. And the poor mother of the dead guy was on the local news. She was in tears. She says they're afraid that the gang members are going to come after her and her grandkids, and the house has been shot up. It's unbelievable. But this is what happens. This is what happens, folks, when you elect or put woke people in charge. That's what happens. All right, let's get back to the phones here. 844-747-8868. Let's go to James in Minnesota. James, you, I understand you've got a theory about MTG. Yes. Did you ever notice, Todd, that she has been pictured frequently with McCarthy at different speeches and things that he's made? Did you ever notice that? I have noticed that, James. Uh, go ahead. Continue. And, and, I, you know, I tell you what, I was a great admirer of her, but my, my thinking of her now is et tu, Brutus? Meaning, dag, Margie, you too are part of this game. You're playing this game too. I I think that she and McCarthy may have a romantic relationship. <clears throat> so you don't mean like uh, just a friendly, you know, brother-sister type, you know, no, relationship? No, no, no. I mean, I'm, I mean lovers. And didn't her husband just divorce her not long ago? That is that is true, actually, and I believe the divorce has been finalized, so she's a yeah. single woman now, so very yeah, interesting. Just, yeah, you know, her, her philosophy and what she has presented herself to the public is, in my mind, is completely incongruent with her support of McCarthy. Mm. James, that's an interesting theory. Uh, we'll see if that has legs. 
You're not the first yeah. person. You're not the first person to to notice those um, those things. Yeah. Oh, well, darn. <laughs> I'll just throw it out there. But it's an interesting theory you have, though. I mean, I've yeah. I've heard that hinted about, and I don't know. I'd like to hear what your I'd like to hear what your listeners have to say about that and see what their All opinions right. are. All right, good stuff, James. Appreciate the call there in Minnesota. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. So uh, interesting observation here uh, from our good pal Dalton from uh, Wichita, Kansas, uh, sending in a text. Uh, Todd, it's interesting to note that a Republican from New York nominated a Republican from California for speaker, and on the Democrat side from a Democrat from California nominated a Democrat from New York for speaker. In other words, it's uh, the coastal the coastal states versus the rest of us. That is something to think about there. All right. Uh, let's go to Alabama. Phil hanging out with us on our live stream. Hi, Phil. Uh, so what's your take on McCarthy? Hey, Todd. Absolutely do not want McCarthy voted as Speaker of the House. Um, <laughs> and I agree with both of the James. You had two James there back-to-back. <laughs> we did have Jameses. No Johns, just James. <laughs> yes, James squared. I just, But anyway, they were, they were both good, and I agree with them. And, and as far as uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I can't believe, you know, that she's turned on us. Uh, I'm not for Kevin McCarthy. I just called my congressman, uh, Jerry Carl. And told him that I did not want to. You know, it's interesting. Want him to vote for Kevin McCarthy? It's interesting, Todd. I, I'm 80 years of age. When I keep calling the Congress people, I got these interns up there, and any time you call them, they'll say, "I haven't talked to them, or I don't know." Well, what are they there for? You know, <laughs> I understand. It's like I told her, how do I get through to my congressman other than through you, and how do I even know you're going to tell them what I told you? Well, I'll tell you this much, Phil. Phil, your congressman, they listen. We have so many lawmakers that either they have someone on their staff that's assigned to listen to this program or they listen themselves or go back and listen to the podcast. And and that's why we urge um, our listeners, the the audience, to to call in because we've got a huge audience, and they know know when they're, they're straying. And uh, by the way, it was one of your congressmen, um, Congressman Moore, who um, was the guy that McCarthy tried to get silenced on Twitter because he was raising issues about voter integrity. Well, I tell you, it's I just I'm praying right now, Kevin McCarthy. We need some shakeup. And here's the way I look at it, Todd. We've uh, the way I look at it. We've got three branches of government: the executive branch is gone we have we have an illegitimate president he was not legitimately elected congress after the past 170 billion dollar omnibus bill that put the nail in the congressional coffin in my mind anybody voted for that i mean so the congress is lost i really appreciate todd the fact that you posted about the brunson brothers uh lawsuit i think you referred to mike huckabee talking about it but that is January 6th. I've already sent two letters. I sent a letter to the Runs brothers themselves. I also sent a brother to SCOTUS, a letter to SCOTUS. And it's too late to, for anybody probably to send a letter now because the hearing is Friday. But people need to pray. This is the greatest opportunity, I feel, to change because our government needs a major shakeup. And this would be one way we could do it peacefully, hopefully. 
Phil, I think it's a great idea, and and again, we we talk about revolution. That doesn't mean you have to storm the Capitol, but it can mean no. sending people to Capitol Hill that are going to do what we ask them to do. And I just say, God bless these five lawmakers. I hope there are more, because what that tells yep. me, Phil, is and, and the sad part here is they're being portrayed as bad guys, but yeah. in reality. Yeah. What's really sad is out of all those members of the Republican caucus, only five actually have the courage to stand their ground and stand up for conservative principles, and and that's unfortunate. Phil, we got to run. I'm late for a break. Appreciate you calling in. Hang tight, everybody. 844-747-8868. We've got a McCarthy supporter calling in. We're going to check in with Martin in Las Vegas. This is the Todd Stern Show. Jeffries. Jeffries. Vice. All right. That's history, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Here's how it goes. Every single member of the House of Representatives has to vocally express who they're voting for. And uh, this process will go on. Uh, We're going to keep you updated. I want to go to the phone, though, because uh, we have a naysayer, uh, Martin, from the Nevada Radio Network joins us. And Martin, I understand you support McCarthy. Oh, I tell you why. Every time I try to get through to you with your uh, monologue for uh, the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, conservatives, that's ridiculous. I mean, uh, let's face it, uh, Starnes, you, you know, there used to be moderation in the in the in in Congress. And that's what got us through. Rayburn, uh, you know, uh, Reagan and, and so forth, they got through these rough times. They had a drink together afterwards. There's nothing wrong with that. The point is, you, you don't speak moderation. And, and, and tell you the truth, when McCarthy got into the, uh, uh, on the House floor about a week and a half ago, he slammed the Democrats big. And I thought to myself, this guy does have guts. But it's, it's going to take moderation, not just conservative, liberal, or whatever you talk about all the time. I think moderation is going to win the day for him. But it's not moderation. Five or six Martin, it's not moderation. It's capitulation. Five... No, no, no. Come on. That's, that's a, that's a cop-off. You know, there's it's only like the five or six guys that are going to vote for vote against them. Who cares about them? They have their own agenda. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, well, yes, they, they do. Agenda. The, the agenda is for the Republican Party, and it's really shameful that more Republicans are not standing up on the values and the platform that we sent them to Washington D.C. in the first place to defend and That's, to put into place. Uh, yeah. Right. That's hindsight. That's hindsight. We're talking about now. Do you heard Newt Gingrich? He speaks from the heart. He's been there. He's done that. He knows. And uh, I met his cousin here in Carson City years ago. Bought a car from him. His name's uh, Dennis. And uh, not his cousin. His what, kind, what kind of a car and, was uh, it? Well, it was a Chevy, and I screwed it up, and I brought it back. Dennis was not happy. Oh. <laughs> he was not happy. Uh, let's put it that way. All right. And, so, uh, Bart, we're, the, we're running out of time here. They're going to cut us off. So I'm counting you as a McCarthy supporter. Is that correct? better believe it all right martin you better believe it. we got you down yeah. you give us a call and you can't go wrong with a chevy good old I, should, I don't know how he said he messed it up we should have asked got to change soil though you got to get the ticket out of the jiffy loop all right uh folks we're watching the vote should the house freedom caucus surrender 
844-747-8868. That's your phone number. This is the Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. Hello, America. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program, the very first edition of the show. With yours truly, back in the saddle again. Uh, Great to have you with us. By the way, thank you to our good friend Jeff Stein. Radio station KXEL uh, did a terrific job uh, anchoring while I was away finishing up the new book, which I'm um, still finishing. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Anyway, 844-747-8868, our toll-free telephone number. Hang tight if you're on the lines. We're going to get to your calls momentarily. Uh, This item just in from our good buddy uh, Tom Fitton over at Judicial Watch. He says McCarthy uh, has lost the first ballot for Speaker of the House uh, because of GOP defection. So we're going to keep you updated on that. Uh, right now, though, I don't know how. I guess he's looking at the the running tally here of votes needed. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that throughout uh, this hour of the program. Right now, though, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Great American Patriot and a fantastic podcaster. She is the host of the Monica Crowley podcast, none other than Monica Crowley. And Monica, Happy New Year to you. Hey, Todd. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you for having me back, as always. And I am thrilled to be one of your guests on your very first show of 2023. You are the first guest on the show for 2023. So uh, there you go. There you go. Wow. Well, I'm very, very honored to be that guest. Monica, before we get to uh, Kevin McCarthy and this uh, vote that's uh, underway right now, uh, I wanted to to talk about uh, an item you shared. Uh, you have coined it the Uniparty. Uh, Mitch McConnell inviting Joe Biden to Kentucky tomorrow to celebrate this outrageous economic plan of the president's. I mean, it's basically spitting in the face of the Republican Party and especially conservative voters. Yes, and that's exactly why uh, uh, McConnell is going, to do exactly that. He doesn't have to go to, you know, he doesn't have to host the president in his home state. He's doing it on purpose. This is a deliberate message to the America First movement, to the Republican base, and any others who question uh, McConnell and his leadership and where his loyalties lie, which is with the Uni Party. It's not with conservatives. It's not with Republican voters. It's not even really with the country. It's with Mitch McConnell, period. So, you know, hosting the president in his home state tomorrow, etc., this is a giant middle finger to the rest of us. And it's also a big power play, too, because he's seeing what's going on in the House. He sees America firsters are are really challenging. Uh, Kevin McCarthy will have to see how this shakes out. But it's it's just a very defiant move on the part of McConnell because he just got reelected in the Senate, Senate leadership without a fight. And he could care less. 
He is so compromised by the CCP. He and his family have gotten a ton of money, just like Joe Biden, from CCP-related enterprises. He has enriched and empowered himself over all of these years in the Senate, and he could care less about the country, about the state of the GOP, and frankly, about the American First agenda. And so this is just a giant signal. This is exactly what he's doing. It's appalling, and it's outrageous. And Senate Republicans ought to be ashamed of themselves for reelecting him without a fight. I'm I'm with you uh, on this, Monica, and and it's concerning because uh, this is going to signal what the Republicans in the Senate are going to be doing, which is bowing bent, bowing down or bending over to the Democrats on every important issue, and and I think that's why there is such a struggle right now with some members of the House Freedom Caucus about Kevin McCarthy because they're concerned. Well, absolutely. And look, there are only two of the three races left for GOP leadership where we as America Firsters have some sort of say. One is today's battle for the speakership, which is why you're seeing this ongoing fight. Um, and this, the, the final remaining race, Todd, is the race for RNC chair. Ronna McDaniel, three terms, a record of failure, particularly in this last go-around in the midterms. Um, she's a lovely woman, a very nice person, but she she has not earned her spot for re-election in the, for RNC chair. That race is coming up later this month. We've got Harmeet Dillon, Mike Lindell uh, running um, to challenge her, and we will see how it's going to go. But you know what? Here's the thing. In politics, as in life, but certainly in politics, it's all about back-scratching. And I'm not sitting here thinking, you know, in a naive way that's, that that this is not how the game is played. Of course, this is how it works. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. You you give me something I promise you and then deliver something else for you. This is how the game is played. But the American people, by and large, are really sick of this. And whether it's the RNC chair or whether it's the speakership, you know, the incumbent players, Ronna McDaniel, Mitch McConnell on the Senate side, Kevin McCarthy on the House side, they have spent so long doling out favors and money and and committee uh, uh, assignments and whatever they have in their purview to give, they have spent years giving it away. Um, and in many cases, like at the RNC, where people donate a lot of money or even just a little bit of money to try to make an impact and a change, you know, Ronna McDaniel has been giving out so much of our money to these people to try to lock it in for herself. And that's what's going on here. And this is, you know, the game is played like this on all sides. But if you are a challenger, how are you supposed to mount a legit challenge against somebody who has spent years donating? out favors. It is very, very difficult. So my hat is off to Harmeet, and I hope that she will pull it off. My hat is off to the Freedom Caucus for trying to extract whatever they can from Kevin McCarthy. But what I don't want to see, Todd, is an implosion in this process. I hope and pray that the Republicans who are challenging McCarthy on this um, and have torpedoed the first round of balloting for him, that they have a second and third step plan in place so that the speakership does not fall to a never-Trumper or even, God forbid, a Democrat. 
It's it's I a mean, fair point. Know, and we, Monica, let me let me jump in here real quick here. Fox News now confirming uh, what we uh, shared with uh, folks earlier. Uh, McCarthy does not have enough speaker votes. Uh, that's with eighty five votes for McCarthy, eighty one for Jeffries, Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat, eleven right now. The number for others. Yes. Right. So I'm hoping and praying that they have a plan, which, you know, when you're talking about Republicans, it's entirely possible that they don't. You know, it's it's (laughs) well known, right? (laughs) I mean, they never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. Um, And I understand and share the frustrations with Kevin McCarthy. I get it. I'm right there with you. But at some point, you have to move in order to govern. And and let's hope that, you know, they don't overplay their hands and lose all of the concessions that they have extracted from McCarthy. Let's hope that it doesn't slide to a never-Trumper, God forbid, even a Democrat. I mean, look, the, the old line about how the Democrats are the evil party and the Republicans are the stupid party, that is true. And I'm hoping that, you know, our fellow America Firsters who are on the uh, Hill orchestrating this challenge to McCarthy, I hope that they have a game plan because if they don't, they will be relegated to minority status for the rest of their lives and maybe the rest of ours. It's it's a gamble here, and you know they've got to, they've decided to stand their ground. Now that they've got to stand their ground, and you're right, there has to be a plan B on that second vote. Uh, Newsmax saying that McCarthy has enough votes secured on a second ballot. But Scott Perry coming in, and and he posted this thing earlier this morning. He said, look, we went in. It was a last-minute thing. The Speaker, you know, Kevin McCarthy invited us in. They asked for firm commitments on a fair tax act, a balanced budget, border plan, term limits, and he refused all of them. So at that point, and Monica, I made this point earlier, it's not what Kevin McCarthy says in public that we got to be worried about. It's what this guy does in private because we're getting two different versions of McCarthy here. Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, this is a source of tremendous frustration. And look, all of us know that nothing changes if nothing changes. And how dumb are we to keep installing the same people over and over again? I I get it. I'm right there. I'm the biggest cheerleader. I do this every day on my podcast. I talk about the leadership and the failures of the leadership because they're all part of the uni party. But at some point... You know, you got it. You got to deal in reality and you cannot allow the pursuit of perfection to be the enemy of the good. And I'm not saying that one way with regard to McCarthy. I'm just saying that if this slips away from our control and you get a never Trumper in there who's made no concessions to anybody and is going to be a John Boehner or Paul Ryan type, then we're really sunk. Or, God forbid, Hakeem Jeffries gets it on a second or third ballot. I mean, look, there are worse case scenarios than McCarthy. So I'm not defending it here. I'm just saying no, I you know, got it. They, they, better, they better have a hand yeah. that they're ready to play. All right, Monica, real quick here. Uh, podcast, you've got a new one coming out for the new year. What's happening on the Monica Crowley podcast? Yes, well, we did our first show yesterday, Todd. Um, so yesterday's show is great. The first one for 2023. We had the great John Solomon of Just the News on with the inside scoop of what was going to go down today. Um, I will probably bring him back on tomorrow's show to deconstruct what 
what exactly happened today with the speaker's race. And then I've got some really interesting people coming up on the COVID vaccine. I've got Dr. Andrew Huff about what really happened in you, uh, in Wuhan from the Eco Health Alliance perspective. Um, you know, people are really starting to blow the whistle on what went down over the last three years and there needs to be accountability. And I'm very proud that on my show, I've been leading the charge on that. All right. Well, Monica, looking forward to great things from you this coming year. And I know the podcast is it's just it's it's exploding. It's going so great. Uh, and folks, we have a link to that on our website, ToddSterns.com. All right, Monica, we're watching history unfold right before our very eyes. Indeed. Yes. Thank you so much, Todd. Always appreciate you. God bless. All right. God bless you. Monica Crowley, everybody. And again, Monica says, hey, look, she gets it. But the House Freedom Caucus better have a plan B and possibly a plan C. But as it stands now, the breaking news, and we have the story up on our website, McCarthy um, appears to be losing the first speaker vote. Uh, This information just coming in from Fox News. Hang tight. We're going to get to your calls coming up, 844-747-8868. What do you want the Republicans to do? Is McCarthy the guy or somebody else? Who do you want to be Speaker of the House? This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. By the way, if you'd like to watch us live, you can do that by going to our Rumble account. Uh, just look for Todd Stearns and the green check mark over at Rumble. Uh, you can also watch us live on Getter as well. All right, here's the deal, folks. Uh, we're looking at 12 people voting for someone other than Kevin McCarthy. And uh, there's still lots of votes, lots of votes to count. Uh, this is going to be a pretty slow, methodical process. But for the first time since, what, 1923, uh, there will be a second vote. As promised, let's go to the phone lines. A lot of you folks wanting to weigh in here. 844-747-8868. Do you think this is bad for the Republican Party? A lot of people are saying this is this is going to blow up the entire agenda. Let's go to TJ in Nevada, listening to us on the Nevada Talk Network. TJ, what say you? I don't think McCarthy's the person to do the job. Why is that? Well, I did did oil wells down in Taft, which is by Bakersfield, and I I was born and raised in the San Joaquin Valley. They're they're conservative, hardline conservatives, and you know what? When you when you say what you're going to say, and you put your word out, that's your word. I'm with you on that, TJ. And I don't know about you, but I have seen time and time again where uh, McCarthy has either ter- said one thing in public and another thing in private, or he just refuses that's to take a position. Said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just what I said. You give your word, your word's your word. That's it. It's your bond. It, you know, it's that simple, isn't it, TJ? I mean, there used to be a time, well, maybe there maybe there wasn't a time where you could at least take a politician at his word, uh, but uh, these days, not a chance. Well, and that's the whole thing. I mean, even, even in my own personal experience, I, I've always been a man of my word, and when I say what I say, that's the way it is. 
but now I'm blackballed because I stand up for what I say. Well, TJ, you can't go wrong by being a man of your word. You know, when I was at Fox News, it used to freak him out uh, because my handshake, you know, a, some, a man's handshake means something where I come from. And, uh, you know, somebody contract. would... That's it. Somebody would make me a promise or a guarantee. As a matter of fact, my first contract at Fox, they said, um, "Do you need? Do we need to get an attorney?" I'm like, "No need to. My, you know, your word is good. Is good with me." I um, shouldn't have done that the first go around, but I learned well, no, my lesson. I mean, no, I understand. I mean, I'm I'm 60 years old plus. You know, it's a contract. Your word's your word. Your bond's your bond. And when you say something, you say it because that's the way it is. It's right. TJ, I appreciate you calling in, and here's the reason why. It's really not about politics. It's about integrity, and it's about what you just said. A man tells you he's going to do something, you better do it. And Kevin McCarthy hasn't done that, and and that's a problem, especially if you want to be leader of the of the, the House of Representatives. Got to be a man of your word. TJ, God bless you, sir, and you give us a call back. I like the way you think here. Uh, let's go to Bob in Newburgh, North Carolina wants to weigh in on the MTG conspiracy. All right, Bob, what's your take on this? Hello, Bob. Hello. Bob, you're hello, on the air. Hello, Yes, I, uh, <clears throat> first of all, I enjoy your show. Thank you. And and But I want to get right to the point. Uh, MTG and McCarthy, uh, the romantic relationship, I, I don't believe that. What I do believe is is she's looking for committee chairmanship. Oh, big time! That, yeah, that's that's definitely going to happen. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's what we're dealing with. Uh, I, I, there ain't no there ain't no relationship between these two. She, <laughs> right. she just uh, she's hanging on to him because she wants committee chairmanship. I there there you go. All right, Bob. Appreciate and, yeah. Go I ahead. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Take care now. Happy New Year to you. Can I just ask you guys about something about Instagram? And I, th- we're sort of off topic here, but I've got an Instagram problem. So I don't know why, but uh, for a while I was getting you know alligators uh, eating hippopotamuses, all these videos, and then I was getting the anaconda steaks, and then it went from puppies, and now for some reason all I'm getting on my Instagram feed are Family Guy clips. And they're very hilarious and very funny. I just can't figure out these algorithms. What in the world? I, I just don't get it. What's going on with my Instagram, America? No, I don't know if it's a conspiracy, but it's I, I family guy. It's pretty funny stuff. But, you know, I'm really surprised they let some of that stuff on national television, to be honest with you. Um, anyway. All right. Uh, Got to take a break here. 15 no votes. Wow. It's not looking good for McCarthy. 844-747-8868. We have lines open. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Stick around, America. All right. uh, So the vote... 166 McCarthy, 173 Jeffries, 19 people voting for someone else. Uh, Jim Jordan, by the way, uh, voted for um, voted for Kevin McCarthy. We are the the House Speaker vote moves to the second ballot, and so this process will go on until we have 
um, we have a Speaker of the House. Now, you know, interestingly enough, Monica Crowley brought up a, an important point here, is that the House Freedom Caucus guys have to have a plan. They they can't just, you know, they can't just upend things. They've got to have a plan, and I hope they do have a plan. We're going to be talking to Congressman Scott Perry in the, in the next hour, um, again, barring this vote situation, because once they're there, they, he can't step out. So uh, we will keep you updated on that, but we'll ask the chairman of the House Freedom Caucus um, a little bit later. All right, let's go to the phones here. Joe from Ella J. Happy New Year to our good buddy, Joe. Todd, Happy New Year to you. I think we ought to fire both McCarthy and McConnell. McConnell is going down with Biden to Kentucky. That's a, a, a point in the eye, a stick in the eye of every Republican. I think both McCarthy and McConnell both need to be fired. Neither one's conservative. They've been in Washington forever. we got to have new blood, Todd. I'm totally opposed to both McConnell and McCarthy. Joe, what do you make of all of the, I mean, it's just hateful comments uh, coming from Fox News, Newt Gingrich, Mark Levin. I mean, they're trying to destroy the House Freedom Caucus. Well, the, the, I'm for the House Freedom Caucus, and I'm for the conservatives, and I think most taxpayers are. I think Washington is out of touch. Uh, McConnell, I like Newt, but you know Newt was voted out, too, if you remember. I remember. About five or six uh, at the end of his term. So I think he... I, I like Newt, but I, I, he's another Washington insider. But anyway, we need to get rid of McCarthy and McConnell. And I think any incumbent who's been in Washington longer than 14 years, Todd, uh, they need to go. But I want to wish you a happy new year. You have a great show. And I think whatever happens, you're going to have a huge input in, in what happens in the Republican Party in the future. And it's going to be very good. Joe, oh, I appreciate you saying that. We just throw it's balls and strikes here. That's what we call here, balls and strikes. Uh, and we appreciate your great work and uh, your great dedication and loyalty to the uh, Todd Stearns radio program. God bless you. Uh, let's go to Texas. Benjamin on the line. All right, Benjamin, what's your thoughts on McCarthy? Hey, Todd. Hey, uh, you kind of beat me to it, but I just wanted to say about uh, Jim Jordan throwing his support behind Kevin McCarthy. I heard it this morning on the Jenna Ellis show on AFR. And um, so anyways, wouldn't tell you that, but also... Okay, uh, well, let's not promote other shows on this show. So uh, we're all kind of, you know, (laughs) so let's stay focused, Benjamin. (laughs) Um, So so anyways, I wouldn't say that, but also I would like to see uh, President Trump be speaker for two years until 2024. And then uh, run for president, then and become president again. But uh, but that's who I would like to see. You know, I think he would be a fighter. It's interesting, Benjamin. I just got a text message from Howard uh, listening to us on WRWH in Cleveland, Georgia, and he says he's still holding out hope for Donald Trump. Uh, to be Speaker of the House if everything uh, implodes here. And uh, at least the first step of implosion has begun. Uh, Again, Jeffries now with 192, McCarthy 183, 19 people voting for others, and you need 218 to be Speaker. So McCarthy's not going to get there this go-around. Benjamin, appreciate the call, and thank you for listening. 844-747-8868, that's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Did you you hear about this horrible story last night, a Monday night football game? You had uh, what's the Bills were playing Cincinnati, 
and you had uh, Demar Hamlin go down. Uh, there was it, there was an incredible play. Uh, looked like he got hit in the chest. And um, well, here's some audio of what what it of what it sounded like next. Uh, cut number seven. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, not what any of us want to see, and everybody's around him, and just hope that he's going to be okay. So we'll take another break here in Cincinnati. Uh, and they did, and they came back, and again, ESPN just stayed on the air, for, and they didn't know what to do. I mean, these are sports broadcasters. They're not medical experts. They don't weigh into political commentary. They're just there for the game. And, of course, the game was put on hold. It was about a half an hour. They worked on DeMar uh, there on the ground, uh, went into cardiac arrest, uh, they had to use CPR. He is in the hospital right now in critical condition. They're not giving us much intel, uh, but uh, he apparently is on a uh, – he's been intubated, which means he's on a respirator. And I can tell you as someone who uh, went through open-heart surgery uh, that after you've been through a life-saving procedure, they put you on life support so that your body can heal, so that you can get – strength the strength you need uh, to be able to breathe on your own and that's a process and it takes time so the fact that they were able to work on him quickly the hospital by the way is only what two miles away from the stadium so they were able to get him there pretty pretty quickly but um here's some more of the commentators uh talking about the ambulance cut number six well you can see that the ambulance is out there on the field and they are intensely working on damar hamlin nothing to say right now we'll take another break and come back folks that was the audio and i wanted you to hear the 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 pause there that long pause that was the stadium you could hear a pin drop tens of thousands of people in that stadium and no one was moving people were praying you know what got me was espn they were so afraid to provide any kind of audio of people praying you know they have the whole stadium is mic'd and they had all the players down there and the coaches and uh, the trainers. Everybody was – they were on bended knee. They were praying. It was a horrible situation. You would have thought somebody would have been able to offer up a prayer on ESPN. Now, there's a bit of controversy and a couple of bits of controversy uh, over what happened last night. So the players are saying that they were told as soon as that ambulance left the field – the players were told they had five minutes to collect their thoughts and then get back out there and finish playing the game. Now, the NFL Players Association is refuting all of this, and they're saying, no, that never happened, but I don't believe it. And the reason why I say I don't believe it is that they should have called that game immediately. They knew what happened. They, they were giving the guys CPR on the field. They knew what had happened. But the NFL was afraid to call that game, and it took them almost an hour, almost an hour, to, to finally decide to do the right thing and call the game. Can you imagine the heartbreak of those players going out there no, not knowing if their, if their friend 
if their colleague, if their teammate was still alive. It's unbelievable. So I'm glad they finally came around and did the right thing. Now, the other part of this is what caused all of this. And there's a lot of debate right now uh, on social media about the cause. Now, I will say this right out of the gate. I'm not a doctor. I was not there. I have no earthly idea what caused this young man, a perfectly healthy 24-year-old, to drop to the ground. But I will say this. Over the, I don't know, the past couple of years since the vaccine came out, a lot of perfectly healthy young athletes have been dropping to the ground, having heart attacks, suffering myocarditis, in many cases losing their lives. And now they're telling us that it's just a fluke thing, that just suddenly, out of the blue, young people are just dropping dead. Now, a lot of people raised this issue last night, and you can debate whether or not it was too soon or not. But a lot of people were asking, did this have something to do with the with the vaccine? Because the NFL, they don't mandate a vaccine, but they mandate a vaccine, if you know what I mean. And you know what I mean. So some people started raising this question on social media. Meanwhile, thousands of other people, many of them doctors, by the way, were going out there on the same social media platforms and saying, hey, wait a second. Uh, this 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 has nothing to do with the vaccine. This has something to do with the impact that um, the impact that Demar Hamlin suffered on his chest uh, in that collision. And we all saw the collision. We've got the video up at ToddStearns.com. And so after the collision, he stands up. He's wobbly, and then he keels over. Now the doctors are saying that there is. There is a very rare condition, and it's a very rare scenario. This does not happen a lot. But a direct hit to the chest can result in immediate cardiac arrest. And the only way to bring you back is is by shocking you, shocking you back to life. They call it commotio cortis. That's what they call it. And it's a real thing, and it primarily impacts younger athletes who are not, um, who, who have not, matured. Their chest wall has not matured, and therefore they can't handle that blunt trauma. Here we're dealing with a 24-year-old man, and as a lot of people pointed out, uh, the impact was was significant, but it was not as bad as you would see out on a on a soccer field during a soccer match. So here's this is the point I'm trying to get at here. So I think there were more people actually trying to advance this idea of commotio cordis than there were people just asking a question about the vaccine. As a matter of fact, commotio cordis was trending on Twitter last night. You know what wasn't? The the shot. That was not trending. So I'm just curious. Why is it that the doctors – were out there and allowed to speculate freely without condemnation. Meanwhile, the people on the other side who were saying, hey, look, is it possible that this could be related to the China virus vaccine? All of a sudden, they're dismissed as whack jobs. I'm just curious. But again, we don't know anything. We don't know until the hospital comes and tells us. It could very well be that this guy had some sort of an undiagnosed heart condition. And that's a possibility. Typically, when a young healthy athlete drops like that 
typically they have a heart valve problem that went undetected. That's what happened to me. No, I don't have the body of an athlete, but um, I was healthy and then nearly keeled over because I uh, had a bad heart valve that nobody caught. Let's go to Bob listening to us on WDUN wants to weigh in on this. Hey, Bob, what you, what you got for us? Uh, yeah, I was in Walmart early day, and I seen the 76-year-old woman. She was talking about she was going to have to go down to Emory Hospital in Atlanta and tell her son to buy because some reason he was a male nurse, but the, the vaccine shot uh, sat there and caused his heart to have some sort of problems or something like that. And the doctors caught her and said her, she had to come tell him goodbye. What? Yeah. So uh, because they got the vaccine. Emory Hospital down there, and she was 76 years old and in a wheelchair, and I felt so sorry for her. And and so who died? So did the did the person die? The son, they, they said that they couldn't save him, that she needed to come tell him goodbye. Now, was he, he healthy before the, was he healthy before he got the vaccine? Yeah. Good and, Lord. Yeah, and the, the doctor said it was from the, something about the vaccine. She said it gave her some big long word, and she stuck her hands way out about this long, and that's well, you had to go tell him goodbye, Bob. I well, I am so sorry to I'm sorry to hear this news, um, but I'm not surprised. Well, and I will tell I you, do. I just tell her I keep him keep her in my prayers. Abs- you know? Absolutely, and Bob, thank you for that. Thanks for the call. And I will say this: my cardiologist said, called me up one day, Starnes, you got to get down there. You got to get that jab. And I wasn't I wasn't too sure about it, but my cardiologist said, got to get it done. So I went down there, got it done, and ended up in the intensive care unit at the hospital. Myocarditis. Just, they said, poof, came out of the blue. We don't, do, do you take sweetener in your unsweet iced tea? Is that, because that's what they're doing now, by the way. They're telling us that now it's the sweetener that's causing everybody to, uh, to drop dead. 844-747-8868. Can we just pray for the guy? Can we just pray for the poor kid's mother? Who was there and watched all of this transpire? Can we can we pray for the teammates? It doesn't have to be political, but it certainly is interesting what you're allowed to speculate on, even in the Elon Musk world of Twitter. All right, polls keep showing a very tight race between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Uh, folks, this is shaping up to be the biggest political battle ever, and Newsmax wants to know what you think. They're conducting a brand-new 2023 urgent poll asking if President Trump should continue his run for the White House, or do you like DeSantis? You can actually vote right now by texting the word SKIP to 39747. SKIP to 39747. Let your voice be heard. And again, be sure to vote on the Newsmax poll whether Donald Trump should run again. You can text the word SKIP to 39747. And folks, whatever you do, make the switch on cable news to Newsmax. It's news I can trust, and it's news you should trust. We'll be right back, America. Todd, I'm calling about the football player. I'm praying for him. But it's so so hypocritical. The NFL nation is asking for our prayers. They don't even accept Christ. They They didn't accept the birth of Christ for Christmas. They don't want your nativity scenes up. They fired 
football coaches, high school football coaches for taking a knee to pray. And now they want our prayers? I don't All right, uh, Theo, uh, thank you. Uh, That's Theo from Newton, Iowa, uh, sending us a shout-out. And you can do that, by the way, uh, by going to our app at toddstarns.com. Real quick, let's go to Lakeland, Tennessee. Jim listening to us on KWAM wants to weigh in on on this uh, football, this NFL story. Jim, what you got for us? Well, Todd, thank you for taking my call. Uh, A few couple of years ago here in Collegeville, Tennessee, there was a Little League baseball game going on. And a kid got hit with a line drive right in the chest, and it stopped his heart. And they happened to be a nurse in the crowd at that time, and she immediately started CPR on him and brought him back, and he's doing fine today. Yeah, it's interesting. This um, this this particular issue, it's so rare. But if you're there and you've got somebody doing CPR or they can shock you back, you, you just go on living your life as normal. It's just really a fluke thing, Jim. Well, it was a sudden shock, is what uh, yeah. is what they said on the thing. It was a sudden shock of hitting it. It stopped your heart. It's just like a automatic defibrillator. If you happen to be touching the patient, when you shock them, it can stop your heart and start his. And start his. It's uh, it's pretty amazing how that works. And again, it, and and we just don't know yet until the doctors come out and say, okay, here's here's what happened to the guy. We're, we're just not going to know. It's it's speculation. But again. Now they're telling us it's okay for the doctors to speculate, but nobody else can speculate. I got a problem with that. But, Jim, appreciate uh, that very relevant story uh, to the issue, and I'm glad that young man on the baseball field is doing well. All right, hang tight, folks. Hour three coming up. We have breaking news coming from the Capitol. We'll tell you what that's all about next. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. All right, everybody, uh, welcome to Hour 3 of the Big Show. Good to have you with us. We've got a lot of moving parts this hour of the show. We are expecting Congressman Scott Perry chairman of the House Freedom Caucus to come on the air, but uh, I will say this, um, he is still on the floor of the, the House chamber, uh, gearing up for the second ballot. So history's already been made for the first time since 1923. The There will be a second ballot for House Speaker. 19 people voted for someone other than uh, Kevin McCarthy. And I want to uh, give these... Um, I want to give these uh, this update to you. We actually have a rundown of who voted for whom, uh, if you will. Uh, this is the breakdown. Uh, first of all, for Andy Biggs, the following people voted for Andy Biggs. Dan Bishop, Andrew Clyde, Matt Gates, Bob Good, Paul Gosar, Ralph Norman, Scott Perry, and, drumroll please, Andy Biggs. Yeah, Andy Biggs voted for Andy Biggs. Uh, these people voted for Jim Jordan, Lauren Bobert, Mike Cloud, Anna Paulina Luna, Mary Miller, and Andy Ogle, who is the new congressman from the Nashville area. Jim Banks voted for Josh Breachine and Lee and um, Lee Zeldin, or rather, yeah, Lee Zeldin got a vote. So there you go. We'll keep you updated. 
By the way, Trip Roy voted for Byron Donald. Santos, man, that guy, what a piece of work he's turned out to be. But again, uh, Santos, he's a liar. He's going to fit in well with the people on, on Capitol Hill. Uh, Santos voted for McCarthy, which is why, by the way, you haven't heard McCarthy speaking out or even criticizing Judge uh, Santos. Jim Jordan uh, is apparently getting ready to make some sort of a statement supporting McCarthy. I don't know if they're going to be able to. I don't know if that's going to sway any votes. So our question, and we've been asking, we've been asking this question all three hours of the program today. What do you want the Republicans to do? What do you want the House Freedom Caucus to do? Do you want them to wave the the white flag now? Do you think they've made their point and now they should just let Kevin McCarthy be Speaker of the House? Or should there be someone else? Should we go to a second, third, a fourth ballot? 844-747-8868 is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. One of the people sworn in the other day, Maxwell Alejandro Frost. He is a 26-year-old, the first member of Generation Z to be elected from uh, to be elected to Congress. He's from Florida, representing the 10th congressional district. He was on ABC News over the weekend. Very distraught, this young man. Very distraught. Seems that he's having a very difficult time trying to f- find a place to live in um, in Washington, D.C. Telling ABC News that he's probably going to have to couch surf until he can find his own place. Now, you may be wondering, what in the world is going on with Mr. Frost, this newly elected member of Congress, from Generation Z, a 26-year-old grown man, you might be wondering why he could not find a place to live in Washington, D.C. Because he's going to have plenty of money. Members of Congress make $174,000 a year. But Mr. Frost says that's not enough money to live on in the nation's capital. Mr. Frost says he's got bad credit, and that's why he can't find a place to live. Because you got if you got bad credit, well, they're going to make you uh, come up with the first month's rent, the last month's rent. You got to probably got to put a deposit down. Anyway, Mr. Frost says working class people like himself are now at a disadvantage. Really, Mr. Frost? Really? Do you think that's really what the problem here is? That working class people? I believe he was an Uber driver. That was his profession before he got elected to Congress. He was an Uber driver. But do you really think that's the problem, that working-class people are at a disadvantage? Is it possible, just possible, that it's not so much working-class people, it's deadbeats who don't pay their bills? Maybe if Mr. Frost had bothered to pay his bills on time or worked out some sort of an arrangement, maybe, just maybe, just maybe, he might have a place to live. That and uh, I want to talk about Generation Z, and I don't mean to paint with a broad brush here on this radio program. But I've seen this, I've seen this in other Generation Zers. And I just want to say something to the young people of America. Just listen up for just a moment. Turn the radio up just for a moment here. If you want to make sure you can have enough money in your bank account to pay your bills, 
if you want to make sure you have enough money in your bank account to pay your rent, maybe, just maybe, you ought to consider cutting back on the whole foods and the soy lattes and the avocado toast brunches. I'm just saying. I'm not judging. I'm just offering a very simple, maybe this is a solution for you. But I will say this about Maxwell Alejandro Frost, age 26 years old. He's going to fit in pretty darn well up on Capitol Hill because he's not the only person up there with bad credit who can't balance a checkbook. I'm just saying. 844-747-8868, our toll-free telephone number. Today, it is a toll-free telephone call. That's 844-747-8868. I'm just curious. All of you Gen Zers out there, you know what? We'll throw in millennials. All of you millennials. You know what? We're going to throw in my generation. All you Gen Xers out there. Do you think you could survive on $174,000 a year? Do you think that would be enough to get you by? Would you still be living paycheck to paycheck if you're making $174,000 a year? Quite frankly, Mr. Frost, Frost maybe he should just call up AOC. Maybe he's, she's got a room to rent. Could be. All right, uh, let's go to the phones here. Uh, Gainesville, Georgia, uh, Representative Emory Donahue. Is this a state representative? Yes, sir, Todd, it is. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you very much, and we uh, were honored that you called in. Well, listen, I enjoy your show, but let me step, step off what I'm going to talk about. Thank you for telling people that if you would stop spending seven eight dollars on a starbucks latte whatever you're spending all the nonsense that money people will come up and say i'm broke and i watch their habits of spending it's amazing how much money they spend on junk but then they pay for their groceries with a wix card or they pay for it with government money um, and that's just a sidekick you were on, but you were talking earlier about Congress. What I think, and I was up in Washington last month, I'm a member of the Freedom Caucus that started in Georgia. With that, what I want to make sure of is that we have a contract stating that we're going to balance the budget. We're going to try to make sure that McCarthy does something we haven't done in 40 years that we're going to go in with a conservative view, take a stand, and he's going to commit to certain values, and then if they vote him in for the speaker, good deal. But to hold him accountable instead of the Paul Ryans and the Boehner and all the ones that we've had, well, back before Newt Gingrich, really, um, these are the things I would like to see because we have, we have a little bit more control of making decisions if we'll stand up to the plate to play ball. Yeah, I you know, I like what you just said there, uh, Mr. Donahue, because so many times, you know, we just we it's all for the cameras. You know, all right, so we, yeah, we're gonna hold up and we're just gonna stand our ground, but then we're gonna cave. I don't think they can do that. I, I think the American especially conservative voters they're they're really wanting their lawmakers to facilitate change, and they just don't think Kevin McCarthy is going to be that guy. Right, and I agree. We, You know, Lindsey Graham, all he does is tell you what he's going to do, and he never accomplishes anything. 
He just runs, runs, runs his mouth. He well, never does what he says. I, I will disagree with you there, sir. Somehow he's able to get on Fox News Channel every night. No, that's what I mean. He tells you what he's going to do every night on Fox News and send me money, elect me, and I promise I'll do it. And I'm just like, wow. But, no, I, I really think even in Atlanta, we accomplish a lot of good here, and we balance the budget every year. I do not agree with all the spending in the budget, but there's called negotiation. Sometimes we negotiate, we pass the budget, we get things in that's really needed, and sometimes we get things out that's not needed. And I still don't like everything we pass in the budget, and I'm not 100% for the budget when you're increasing money like we do, but we do have a balanced budget and a surplus. And... In Washington, we've just played the good old country club game way too much. Go on Fox News, tell everybody what I'm going to do, and then go back to the party and say, guess what? Hey, I got them again. We'll talk about something tomorrow night. And there's our problem. And I like what you guys are doing in, in Georgia, where you started a State Freedom Caucus network. There's one, I believe, that's launched in Mississippi. We're trying to get one started uh, in the Volunteer State, which is uh, my home state. Uh, and again, this goes back to changing things from the local level and then hopefully influencing what's going on in Washington, D.C. Yes, sir. I agree. All right. Well, State Rep. Now, what part of Georgia do you represent? I actually was Flowery Branch, Oakwood, Gainesville, Edge of Buford, and to Gillsville. Now my new district, I'll be Hall County from the south side of Gainesville and Jackson County, which is Pendergrass, Talmo, Jefferson, and Brazelton, along with parts of Hall County in the southern area. The great metropolitan area. So it sounds like you got a lot of road to travel, uh, Representative. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, God bless you. Give us a call back one of these days. And uh, we're following, as a matter of fact, Jim Jordan uh, speaking at the uh, rostrum right now. And we'll, uh, we got to take a break, but we'll uh, see what he has to say. Uh, folks, it's getting real up on Capitol Hill. 844-747-8868. Voting on the second ballot is about to begin. What do you What do you want your elected representatives to do here, folks? This is your opportunity. Their staffs are listening. 844-747-8868. Now, you're hearing a lot of guests um, all this week on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. And folks, I got to tell you, now is a great time to switch over to Patriot Mobile. First of all, let me tell you why. Uh, they've got a great product. They really do. Uh, they're just as good as the other guys, but here's why they're better. They're conservative and they're Christian, and they're fighting for causes that we care about. As a matter of fact, Patriot Mobile has been bankrolling a number of these school board races all over America. So when when you sign up for Patriot Mobile, you're not only getting a great wireless service, you're helping to fight for conservative causes in America. So it's a big deal. And I want you to go to patriotmobile.com slash Todd right now. That's patriotmobile.com slash Todd. And when you go there, you're going to find all sorts of great information. They have plans to fit any budget. It doesn't matter how big or how small. They're going to, they're going to work with you. And if you're a veteran or a first responder, they're going to go and give you an additional discount. You can also give them a call, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. 
But when they ask for it, you've got to use my first name as a promo code. They're going to give you a great discount. Todd. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Todd, 972-PATRIOT. Use that promo code Todd. when we try to get a term limits bill on the floor. Maybe Jim Jordan would be the right person. All right, this is Congressman Matt Gates just throwing in the name Jim Jordan uh, as a nominee for speaker. Let's take a listen. Because he would endorse the plan that was built by the Texas delegation to finally secure our border. Mr. Jordan said in his nomination that there are certain bills that we have to pass to fix the problem. The challenge is the alternative has been someone voting for the very bills that have caused these problems. Mr. Jordan says that we cannot accept legislation like the omnibus, and I fully agree. And if Jim Jordan were Speaker of the House, if he were the leader of the Republican team, we wouldn't have that circumstance choking the economy of our country, increasing inflation, and diminishing the prospects of a better life for our fellow Americans. And finally, Mr. Jordan said we must engage in rigorous oversight. Every one of my Republican colleagues knows that the person who can lead that oversight effort, who works on it every day, who has the skill and the talent and the will, is Jim Jordan. I'm nominating him, and I'm voting for him. All right. Uh, there you go. That's Congressman Matt Gates. Uh, there on the floor of the, um, the 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 House of Representatives. This is real time happening here, folks. And we're going to uh, we're going to keep dipping in and out of coverage. Jim Jordan just a few moments ago during the break had endorsed um, Kevin McCarthy. So it is it's a wild day up on Capitol Hill. It looks like this is going to go on for a while. And we're just going to keep you updated on this uh, throughout uh, the rest of this program. But this could be something that continues on, especially if they get past this second ballot. Now, Newsmax TV had reported a little while ago that McCarthy had the votes, would have the votes on the second ballot. But I don't know about that. I mean, 19 uh, people voted for someone other than Kevin McCarthy and Hakeem Jeffries. Well, let's uh, dip back in a little bit, if we could, uh, to some of the coverage. Let's see what's happening. Hakila. Jeffries. Alford. McCarthy. Allen. McCarthy. All right, there you go. So what's happening now? It's and this is they did this earlier in the show and they will do it again and again and again if they have to. But every single member of Congress will have to audibly announce who they are supporting. Your choices, McCarthy, Jeffries if you're a Democrat, others or present. And all you need a majority is needed to confirm. 218. That is the magic number. All right, look, before we go to break here, and we're waiting for Governor Mike Huckabee, he is expected to join us. I want to give a a huge shout out to my team for putting together this incredible journey to Israel. Uh, We are standing together with Israel, taking a seven-day journey to the Holy Land coming up in November. Folks, it is a first-class trip. Not only are you going to visit all of the Holy Land sites, 
but you're also going to get an exclusive tour and meetings at the Knesset. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu back as prime minister. It's an exciting time to be in Israel, and we're thrilled to be able to take uh, 100 of our listeners to the Holy Land. If you would like information, give us a call right now, 844-747-8868. Again, that number, 844-747-8868. You can also go online, toddsterns.com, and you will see the large Stand with Israel banner right there on the front page. All right, stick around, everybody. We've got voting underway on Capitol Hill. This is the Todd Stern Show. It appears that uh, the House Freedom Caucus guys have come up with another um, another move, another play in the second ballot, and the counting is underway right now. Uh, it looks like everybody's voting for Jordan. Uh, Andy Biggs, uh, first of all, Matt Gates nominated Jim Jordan. Uh, Biggs, Bishop, and Bobert so far all casting their support behind Jim Jordan. Right now in the early voting, we're looking at McCarthy with 32 votes, uh, Hakeem Jeffries with 36, others would be four. All right, let's go right now to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, One of the greatest American patriots I know, heck of a duck hunter too, Uh, got a great TV show on the weekends on TBN. I'm talking about our good friend, Governor Mike Huckabee. Governor, Happy New Year to you. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Yeah, I went, uh, did some duck hunting. In fact, I went this morning. There's nothing better than an Arkansas duck hunt. You know, speaking of that, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I own about 20 acres right along the Mississippi River, and I'm trying to figure out if we can somehow turn that into, you know, into something, flood it and, uh, you know, get the duck hunters out there. (laughs) Well, if you find a way to do it, please invite me and I will be over there with my shotgun and we'll be busting some mallards. I'll do it. You know, you see, you can. We can actually go up onto the tower site, and uh, you know, you can. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a it great location. A might be a little bit unfair to do that, and not sure that it would be legal. But uh, well, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Well, Governor, uh, we're watching some history unfold right now. Uh, We're just starting up the second ballot. Uh, What's your take on what we're seeing today up on Capitol Hill? Well, I just can't understand the end game for this very small group of Republicans who don't have the votes to change the world. They just don't. Complicated uh, politics, really, this isn't. Uh, Politics is, do you have enough votes to win? And they don't. All they have enough votes to do is to gum up the works. Well, Kevin McCarthy, uh, nobody's perfect, but I like Kevin. He's worked hard. He's earned this spot. Give him a chance to be the speaker. And if he doesn't live up to the expectations, then you have a reason to go after him. But right now you don't. And I just think these guys are being so short-sighted. They were not elected in the majority so that they could just see how long they can delay this vote. Uh, They were elected to get after the business of holding some people accountable for the way they abused the public trust, uh, everything from Joe Biden being the big guy getting commissions off Hunter's dirty deals with communist Chinese uh, business people, uh, to the FBI, the DOJ, calling half the country domestic terrorists. Uh, we, we've got some real work to do. Fix the southern border, for gosh sake. 
And instead, these guys are monkeying around with something they can't win. It makes no sense to me. I'm pretty ticked off. And a lot of these guys are my friends. I have supported them. I have campaigned for them. And I just don't understand what it is they think they're going to accomplish. Have you have you had a chance to talk to any of them? And uh, what what's your takeaway here? Are they just doing? I mean, it seems to me, and and I'm friends with a lot of these guys too, and they seem to be pretty darn genuine. Uh, at least the ones I've talked to. Well, I don't doubt their sincerity. Uh, Matt Gates was on my television show just a couple of weeks ago, and we talked very openly about this. But I said to him both publicly and privately. Um, you know, if you don't have the votes, uh, you know, this is tugging on Superman's cape, spitting in the wind and climbing a ladder that's leaning toward you. It doesn't end well. And I'm just not sure what uh, what they hope to accomplish. Once again, other than creating a real mess in the Congress and giving the Democrats an opportunity to uh, to grab on to uh, the mistakes of the Republicans right now. Governor, I, I look at what Mitch McConnell is doing, and we had Monica Crowley on the show earlier today, and uh, McConnell going with the president back to Kentucky uh, to celebrate the big economic plan. Monica Crowley says this is a thumb in the nose specifically to conservative voters within the party. Uh, I, I think when you know the average American out there, they see that happening, and they look at, they look at McCarthy and there is a, you know, the guy does have a track record of saying one thing in public, doing another in private. Uh, do you understand the concerns that people have? I understand the concerns, but Kevin hadn't gotten on an airplane with Joe Biden and flown to uh, California either. I just feel like that. Fair enough. If you're an old, there's an old statement that if you're going to shoot the king, you make sure you kill him. And these are guys that are wounding the potential king of the house, if you will. Uh, but they don't have the votes to kill him. And so if you don't have a huge number of people enough to say to Kevin McCarthy, you are never going to be speaker. We've got a hundred Republicans who won't vote for you. That's a different deal. But on the second ballot, if you get 15 or 20, that's only enough to mess it up. It's not enough to win and it's only enough to lose. So I don't understand what is uh, the rationale here. There comes a point I want to say to him, guys, we understand you've made your point. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Sure, everybody's going to listen to you. But it's time to put on your big boy pants, and you're going to have to just accept the fact that it's time to act like a majority party. And when you're the majority party, you have to lead and you have to govern. And you can't do that when you have an infighting going on like these guys are doing. And that's why I say it doesn't make sense because there isn't a way for them to end up winning. So I don't know what... Uh, what they are proposing to achieve here and that was a point crowley made is that okay well if you're going to go down this path you you have to have a plan and nobody's seen the plan so that and and it looks like and just to update folks governor we're watching this in real time mccarthy now at 60 votes jeffrey's 59 seven are voting for others so all those who were no votes are still no votes in the second ballot and we're also understanding there will be a recess, uh, but you know if there goes if there's a third ballot, they will take a, a recess. I mean, this thing could go on a while. What nineteen twenty three? They went to nine nine ballots before they finally got their speaker. And, and that's very possible that this could just drag on. And and once again, why? To what end? If in the end Kevin McCarthy is still speaker, or worse, he isn't. But the Republicans can't even get a speaker. 
and the Democrats find a way to manipulate the numbers so that they end up having Hakeem Jeffries as Speaker, and Nancy Pelosi gets to set the uh, early-day agenda for the House that the Republicans ought to be uh, working on, then, then that really has become a humiliation. And that's why I want these guys, take your stand. You've done it. We appreciate it. Good for you. We all know where you are. But now that you know that you don't have the votes to beat him, graciously accept defeat, because there's an old saying that I used to hear from Dr. Evie Hill, the great Baptist pastor out in California. He said, if you think that you're a leader, but you look around and nobody's following, you're not a leader. You're just out for a walk. (laughs) And I'm afraid some of these guys, they think they have a huge following, but they got, what, 10 people? They're not leading. They're just going for a walk. Governor Mike Huckabee on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Before we let you go, Governor, I know you like to help you know the young kids of America, and we've got a, a brand-new member of Congress. His name is uh, Maxwell Frost, 26 years old, the first Generation Z member of Congress. And over the weekend, he was bemoaning the fact on ABC News that he's going to have to couch surf because he, he's got bad credit he can't find an apartment, and he's going to struggle to make ends meet on $174,000 a year, Governor. I know a lot of middle-class families that would happily trade salaries with him, and they would go to D.C., and then he can come and work uh, two or three jobs like some of these middle-class families are doing to pull all three jobs and make 70000 Maybe that's what he ought to do. And he knew what the salary was when he ran. So why would you take a job that you didn't think you could live off of? And why can't you live off 184000 And then one other question, Todd. If you've got horrible credit, why on earth are you running for Congress? Because our country's got horrible credit. Maybe he thinks he'll fit right in. He doesn't pay bills. Congress doesn't pay the bills of America either. Uh, it makes no sense. No. And this coming from a governor who made sure that when it came time to renovate the governor's mansion back in the day, you put a triple-wide trailer on the front lawn to uh, just yep. save a few bucks. Why not? You know, we we didn't think we were above living like many people in our state. We love living there, quite frankly. And uh, it saved the taxpayers a bunch of money. Arkansas, like every other state, with the exception of Vermont, has to balance its budget. I'm a big of forcing Congress in the Constitution to balance its budget as well. By the way, uh, Governor, I got a call from a mutual friend of ours, uh, Chip Saltzman, and uh, he shared some news um, about uh, about your daughter, of course, over in Arkansas, the new governor. Uh, the, when is the inauguration coming up? It's soon, I have to One imagine. week from today, All next right. Tuesday the 10th. Yes. He told me that you guys could end up being like a question on Jeopardy because it's the I believe you and your daughter, the first father-daughter duo to be elected uh, governor. In the history of the country. Amazing. And two points of history, first female governor in Arkansas, And she and Leslie Rutledge, who is the incoming lieutenant governor, this will be the first time in American history where a governor and a lieutenant governor were both elected who were female. It's a lot of history being made across the river there in Arkansas. So congratulations. I know you guys have to be incredibly proud, and that's going to be a great inauguration. We sure hope so. I'm excited and very proud of my daughter, and I think she's going to do a splendid job. I tell people I think she will satisfy her supporters, and she will surprise her detractors. I love Governor. All right, real quick, what's coming up on the show this weekend? 
Well, it's a mystery as of today, but I will have the, <laughs> the tale Thursday. So call me back, and I'll have it all figured out. I, I love it. We'll do it like, uh, you know, what's for supper with Grandpa and old Hee Haw. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Governor, Happy New Year to you. Thanks a lot, Todd. Happy New Year. Uh, all right, Governor Mike Huckabee on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. I usually don't do this, but I want to go to the phones real quick. John Moorhead City, North Carolina, WTKF, our great affiliate there. And, uh, John, I understand you may have a selection for Speaker of the House. Yes, as we can thanks that, Todd, since we can have somebody that's not elected congressman to be speaker, let's go ahead and put Mike Huckabee in there. He's got a good enough brain to put those uh, gentlemen and ladies in proper order, and I think everybody likes him in the first place. I like him, and he's not even close to my own state of North Carolina. Yeah, and we do have ducks here, too, though, by the way. Do, well, look, he's a he's a huge duck hunter. And uh, speaking of that, someone uh, on the Facebook page suggested Phil Robertson as Speaker of the House. That would be yeah. incredibly entertaining. Yeah, well, I won't keep Phil here in North Carolina. He needs to straighten up the mess that uh, Cooper's done. All right, John, we're going to put that down, and uh, we'll open that up to uh, the audience. So, folks, what do you think? Mike Huckabee, Speaker of the House. 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. And as we go to break, it appears that Kevin McCarthy is on his way to losing the second speaker vote. We'll be right back, America. Just got a message back from Governor Huckabee. Uh, one of our callers from North Carolina said, hey, what about Huckabee? He'd be a good speaker in the House. Governor Huckabee said, yeah, no, not going to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I can't say I blame the governor. At least he gets to hang out in a duck blind. So you can't argue with that. Uh, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Here's where we're at, folks. And we're going to be following this uh, throughout the day. So even after we get off the air here, uh, we're going to be updating the the website and uh, sending out alerts so that you can um, so so that you can just go about your business. And we're going to watch this thing for you. But right now, it looks as though McCarthy is going to lose the second speaker vote. He he is losing. It looks like so far eleven no votes, eleven no votes. And the question now is, what happens next? So if it's if both sides are entrenched here, we can vote till the cows come home, but sooner or later somebody's going to have to blink. And the question is, who do you think the if it's not going to be McCarthy, if it's not going to be Jim Jordan, if it's not going to be Andy Biggs, who who do you support? Who do you like? Whose name do you think might move the needle among Republicans on both sides of the aisle? And it's really not both sides of the aisle. There are a lot of other Republicans that can't stand Kevin McCarthy, but they're, they're terrified of the guy. They're terrified of the power he wields, and they don't want to suffer the wrath of McCarthy. So there are plenty of people up on Capitol Hill on the Republican side of the aisle, and they know who Kevin McCarthy is. They know what he's really like, but they're going along to get along. And just like MTG, you know she's been promised something. There's no other way to explain 
the the reversal in her opinions of the establishment Republicans. No way whatsoever. So look, we'll see how this plays out. But sooner or later, somebody's going to have to blink. I mean, that's just the reality of it. So who do you think that person ought to be? Are we talking about a Lee Zeldin? Are we are we talking about a you know? And again, Mike Huckabee. You know, the more I think about it, Mike Huckabee would be a pretty darn good choice for Speaker of the House. But who do you like? 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Now, again, I want to remind you of our upcoming trip, and you're going to hear us talking a lot about this in the coming days, but I'm very excited about this unique opportunity for our listeners to go to the Holy Land and to make a stand for Israel. And this is going to be a wonderful trip coming up in November of 2023, seven days. And this is a first-class, once-in-a-lifetime trip. You're going to stay in beautiful hotels. Uh, We have some incredible accommodations, including villas on the Sea of Galilee. So you're going to be very comfortable because during the daytime, you're going to be doing a lot of walking. You're going to be doing a lot of touring of historic sites. And, of course, we're also adding a geopolitical component to all of this. You say, Tom, what is that all about? Well, with the with Benjamin Netanyahu coming back into power, there's a lot happening in Israel and the Middle East, and you're going to be getting some exclusive briefings from Israeli government leaders. We're also going to have uh, an incredible contemporary Christian artist on the journey. Uh, we're going to, we're not ready to announce who that person is just yet, but uh, we're going to be uh, but we'll be announcing that uh, in the probably in the next couple of months or so. But may I just tell you, it's really not about the celebrities going. One of the things that I experienced in the first time I went to Israel was this idea that, um, you know, and we went with the Duck Dynasty guys, and I was a speaker. So we had, um, you know, we were, I was one of the invited guests, uh, one of the so-called celebrities. And I realized right away, you know, it's really not about, it's not about that anymore. You know, it's not about the celebrities. It's not about having Duck Dynasty. It's not even about Todd Starnes. Because when you go to Israel, it really is about that relationship between you and God, and it really just it just comes to life right before your eyes as you're walking in the places where Christ walked. You are you're seeing firsthand the places that you heard about in Sunday school and vacation Bible school and in the church sermons, and there's just something incredible about that. So it really. It's not about the celebrity. It's about you and your relationship with God. Now, I want you to go to toddsterns.com. You can click on the banner at the top of the page. It'll take you to our website, and we provide all the information we have thus far. Uh, You're going to want to be a part of this. Trust me on this, folks. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful time in November. All right, uh, look. It's going to be a long night on Capitol Hill. Stick with us, and we're going to get you through it. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy New Year, America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.